learn to cash a check. I don't know how to cash a check. I don't know if you do that yet. <laughs> feeling i hope you are well doing well and being well because you're now tuned into the greatest i mean greatest show on earth yes our show t-girls and uh well you just joined by us myself jamil and my co-host adam but today yes i I was gonna pick up a very special guest today Mm -hmm. who do we have we just have a guest we just have a guest (gasps) Rude. It wouldn't be a show without a little bit of shade. Uh-uh. Maybe no. already. Very shady. Very special guest, Chantel, <laughs> who is joining us for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, episode 24, reunion, mm-hmm. part four. <laughs> Jamil. I say okay, this every episode. Oh, oh. oh she's <laughs> I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. He's ready. Oh, I was going to say, someone's had a big night. Mm-mm. Episode 24, mm-hmm. reunion part four. Lord. This is our last episode for The Real Houses of Beverly Hills, season 11. How do you feel? Oh, Lord Jesus. I am exhausted, honey. <laughs> exhausted. I was parched. I had to take a sip of water. I I don't know. How are you feeling? How are you feeling at the I end? feel like I see the end is near. This has mm. been for anyone that needs to break it down. This mm. has been six months. This has actually been over six months. It's been about six months and Some a week. change. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am feeling worn out, but spiritually renewed. <laughs> How about you, Chantel? This has probably taken over your life for the past six months and change. How about, how are you feeling? I love it. I I'm love it. sad that it's going to be over. Wow. You guys are like tired. I'm <laughs> not ready for it to be over. <laughs> well, oh. I'm there's someone else who has the energy that can take it for us. Take it for the team. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, with that being said, why don't we jump into it, hey? Let's do it. So I'm going to say it right now from the beginning, from the jump. This reunion Mm -hmm. was exhausting. So exhausting. We sat on that couch. I was literally the same mood as Garcelle, and I was just sitting there, like, barely keeping my eyes open. (laughs) Done. But um, we had to start off with, Crystal asked the question to Erica, which was, um, are you not angry? Are you angry? Which her reply was, am I angry enough for you? What do you want me to do? So this yeah. was like, it was, uh, again, all about Erica Jane, all about the pretty mess in her case. It just is the story that never ends. And it didn't end. This was a three-hour re. Okay, when you break it down, it was like a three-hour reunion, forty-five minutes or so yeah. each episode. And just yeah. when you thought you got to the crux of Erica's deflecting, mm-hmm. Andy Cohen's like, "No, let's go ask some more questions and watch her deflect even harder." Mm-hmm. Chantel, what, what? Okay, so <laughs> I know Chantel has a different. She likes Erica Jane. Oh, Literally. Fine. 
My man asked me if you guys were bringing me on the podcast because I'm Team Erica. And you guys needed some <laughs> Team Erica up in here. Well, now that we know that, let's just close her off and kick her out of <gasps> ah, no. <laughs> no, we love I would like to say as well, mm-hmm. I've had a lot of conversations with people online, like my Instagram followers. We're mm-hmm. all Team Erica. So... I don't know what's going on with you two. Okay, well, hold on. Maybe you need to give us I'm turning my back. <laughs> I feel like we've only just turned our backs against Erica because of her ego and the way that she and has acted. I so, would like to say I totally get it. Watching it, I can see why people have their opinions on Erica Jane because mm-hmm. she is an enigma. Mm-hmm. Wrapped, wrapped in, in a riddle, wrapped mm-hmm. in cash. <gasps> she is like, yeah. even I watch her and I'm like, come on. <laughs> so it. then please explain what is this this love, this infatuation? Is it because she's so messy? It's so intoxicating. You think I'm going to be like, I'm not Team Tom. Go <laughs> <laughs> Good way. Good. I'd rather just be Team Erica and go with that. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, at least we've got a supporter t- today, mm. Erica. Um, you're on your own, sis. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep a push. Just like everyone here, we're all lashing out just like Erica. And that ego is just getting in the way, was it not? Where she cannot understand how these women cannot ask her a question. Mm-hmm. And this is what, I guess, this episode really contextualized and Andy kept bringing it back to the fact that Erica kept saying, well, you should have come and asked me. And they were like, well, if we came in and asked you, you would fucking rip our head off and shit down our throats. And she was like, no, I wouldn't. And then Crystal's like, okay, I'm going to ask you a question. And then Erica's like, ah! Mm. You know, snarling at her. And Andy's kind of like, well, sis. The proof's in the pudding. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I did like when Dory came into the defense works and she was like, in reference to Sutton, she's not the person closest to you. I was like, ooh, cut me deep, honey. She's only been here for one season and she's not that deep. Not we'll get to Sutton all. next anyway. Uh, I'd just like to say again, the desperation that is reeking from Kyle as she profusely tries to apologize for the dinner. It's just giving way too much. I like Kyle. I yeah, really like Kyle. Love Kyle. I but like just stop Kyle. apologizing. That well, I I get it as well. Kyle is messy in the sense that she partakes in gossip and slander and backstabbing and lies and minutiae and circus and monkeys. She participates. But then when the shit hits the fan, she's like, oh my God, I've got anxiety. I didn't mean this. I've got anxiety. That's exactly what she does. Exactly. And I kind of live for it. I kind of live for the fact that she's like, oh my God, guys, I've got anxiety. Sorry, it was my anxiety causing me to sit around a dinner table and just fucking kick a dog while it was down. Um, Pretty much. Uh, 100% but like I love the fact that she's within all of the gossip because everyone comes to her for it like did mm-hmm. was there a rumor Kyle Kyle did you Kyle? hear about a did you Kyle? Hear rumors, Kyle? Kyle? Kyle did you start the rumor at Amy's baby shower huh? ah, yes she probably did she looked mm-hmm. Camille said 
that it was Kyle at Andy's Bravo's baby shower. Yes. That brought it to them. And now Kyle's like, no, it was Lisa Vanderpump. (laughs) And I believe that it was Kyle. I believe it was Kyle too. I don't stand Camille, but I believe her. Yes, I do. So you brought up Camille now. Camille's been coming up a lot in the Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking that it's her trying to do a comeback, like a friend of the show. Out of all the women that have been on the Housewives show, who would you want to see come back? Or do you even want to see a comeback from somebody? Okay, Shanta, you answer first because I'm trying to think. <gasps> on the spot. I oh definitely goodness. think... If I could pick three, and I know that wasn't the question, but I'm going to pick three anyway. (laughs) I would would definitely pick Camille for sure, because she's a shit stirrer. Mm. I would pick Kim Richards, and I would pick Brandy Glanville. Oh, good choices. Good choices. Yeah, I like the Brandy. They all brought some kind of level of drama, and they all really unsettled the other women. And what I think we missed this season was that there was no one in the cast that was unsettling everybody something kind of unsettled crystal erica kind of unsettled the others but in a way that they didn't really confront her lisa rinna just was absent this entire season with what she normally would bring Mm -hmm. so i was needing like that someone to really like get in and stir the pot and really ruffle all the feathers and be the bullied person per se because they always they always camille would have made a good villain for this season oh she would have Mm. I say villain because she would have been going for Erica, so she would have been the villain for me. Mm-hmm. But I think the fans would have loved to have seen someone going in on Erica, like yes. hard. Yes. Constantly. Yes. <laughs> and Camille would have been a good option. <laughs> well, if we paired the two between like Sutton and mm. Camille, Camille would have been able to get it done, and Sutton's just a little bit too meek and mild. Well, we saw done. what Sutton was like when she was like, I cannot do this right now. And she's just like yeah. holding that thing over her face. And we're like, Sutton, Crystal just called you racist. Like, that's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, you just said you hate Chinese people. Like, why are you so upset? Um, no, but with Camille, we saw in whatever last season she was on, she was coming for Dorito and the fact that Dorito was claiming to have all this money and that PK was in trouble and that right. um that Camille knew a friend of a friend that was getting that was suing PK mm-hmm. and she was messy and it was like we need that mess <laughs> <laughs> oh we need the mess we need the mm-hmm. mess to feel exhausted like we do right now we do <laughs> the so they were rehashing things that had occurred. So mm-hmm. the meeting that Sutton had called for the women to come to Dorito's house, mm-hmm. excluding Erica. Yes. And Erica's stance is that she should have been invited. I don't believe she should have been invited. No. <laughs> because how, yeah, no. they're trying to gather themselves and process everything beforehand before they go and tell mm-hmm. her without making a mistake, right? That's how yeah. I see it. That's yeah, how intervention or an inter interfrenchian works. Like you get the right. girls together before you go and get the other friend together. Mm-hmm. But what I do agree with Lisa Rinna, and I'm like just just once Ooh. a season, was that they'll shut up. <laughs> just once. Just well, once. Just once was that 
Sutton had a lot to say about what she was going to do. Like, I'm going to get Erica together. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. But when push came to shove, she was silent. And I just think if you're going to be baldy baldy, you need to hold that same energy when you end up seeing that person. Mm. Well, then it doesn't make sense to get the girls together for an intervention. Mm. Yeah. I agree. It's the same as what we were talking about this in person about how if this was Atlanta, if this was Potomac, if this was New York City, there would have been more face to face bitching about Erica to Erica. Right. And there would have been more back and forth. But Mm. instead, they were all just talking behind her back. Yeah. Talking a big game. And not really doing anything. Yeah. All right. To fast forward. Kathy's dinner threatened Erica threatened Sutton and she uses slang. I'm gonna threaten you. I'm threatening you. It's not a threat, it's a promise. Yada yada yada. Uh she says in Potomac it would be a conversation. In Atlanta, it would be a conversation. In New York, it'd be a conversation. Hello, let me just in Atlanta, if she was wearing a wig, that wig would have been snatched. She would have been on the floor. Glasses would have been thrown. <laughs> New York tables would have been thrown across the damn restaurant. Potomac, yes. Giselle, whoo, that moon boot would have come off, swung around her head. Word on the street is. Mm-hmm. The madam, she would have walked out and said, I'm vaccinated and I don't need this shit. <laughs> so, that episode. <laughs> it's not I a know. conversation, Erica. Well, and to re- quickly to return to Camille, Camille has come out, I think again on the Twitter sphere, I don't know, I don't have Twitter, but mm. Camille's come out and said that the Beverly Hills ladies, and I think it was Camille, oh no, it was Bethany Frankel, sorry, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. former New York. She said that the Beverly Hills women are the most calculated of the housewives because they aren't like the other franchisees, New Jersey included, where they will come to you straight face to face and bring it up at the dinner table, and then everybody has their pile on, and then everyone has their intro little fights. They're plotting about what to be said and what's going on in the background and how this is going to look publicly and how the publicist is going to twist it. So I think I ask you guys, do you think there perhaps was a storyline lost or not fully developed to this idea that they are being very calculated in how they want to be perceived rather than what they should be bringing to the show in its format. Chateau, I can divert to you or I can answer. It doesn't matter. Um, I 100% agree. I think it's almost like how we were talking about Lisa Rayner, like acting. Mm-hmm. I think they're always kind of thinking about things. Whereas I don't get that vibe from all the housewives, like all the other franchises. I'm like, this to me feels more real and mm-hmm. genuine. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are definitely times on Beverly Hills where I'm like, you've thought about this and you're withholding and you're, the comments that you're making are vague and weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, I want that realness. I want... Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. 100% agree. And that's exactly what I felt like at times where I've gone, this all feels like they're thinking two steps forward or they're trying to anticipate what's the narrative that comes after it rather than just letting the mess unfold. Just let yeah. the mess unfold and then clean it up once you make it. 
because even like Erica, like this whole season, I'm just like, your feelings don't feel genuine to me. Mm. Nothing feels genuine. Where is the moment where you're real with all of us? Yeah, put the real back in the housewives. But when has Erica been real? Um, look, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, (laughs) maybe she just needs to be a cold-hearted bitch again and stop trying to be friends with the ladies. I don't know. (laughs) I think that was her being more authentic than this that she's pulled through. So, yeah. I think the... Yeah, go on. I was going to say, what about you, Jamil? Like, how do you feel about, I guess, the way that the Beverly Hills ladies interact, say, compared to how some of the other franchises that you watch interact? Do you think there is a difference in their communication or the way that they are aware of themselves within the show, I guess? To me, it feels very chalk and cheese. Mm. So the relationships are like, (laughs) known each other for a long time, you're going to stick together. I'm going to stick beside them. If you come into it, everyone's just like, I'm on edge. I'm going to think about what I'm going to say. In comparison to some of the other Real Housewives shows I've watched, there's like all these little infights that occur. And that makes the show. But for Beverly Hills, it's like one fight and then it can dissipate really quickly and you're like, ah, well, that was that. Hence why I haven't really watched a lot of Beverly Hills because Mm -hmm. it gets a little bit boring. Right. Except for this one where Erica had drama, but it just takes (laughs) a little too long, to be honest. No. And I know what you mean because I'm just about like halfway through the last episode of the current Potomac. So I finally caught up. And this season has been great. You've had... Wendy versus Robin, you've had Karen versus Giselle, you've had Ashley versus Candace, you've had Candace versus Mia. You know, there's all been these little kind of fights and there's been the bigger ones and there's been this tug of war and like it's mm-hmm. I think it's more sustainable in this format to have these lots of little infighting groups mm-hmm. rather than this one overarching like fight that probably that happens genuinely, generally at the start, and they just drag it out. Mm-hmm. And by the end of this season, you're like we could have wrapped that up 10 episodes ago and you could have, <laughs> you know, kick-started a three more fights. 100%. Mm-hmm. And us as humans, we, we love that raptured thought of, like, who's against who, Lord yes. of the Flies kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not. Yes. <laughs> Moving on, though. Um, <sighs> money problems of 2020. The glam squad was paid by a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Also, she doesn't know math because she it's been said that she spent what is it, fourteen million dollars on her American Express. Yes. And she said if it comes down to it, it's two million dollars a year for twelve years. Yeah. Ten million off, honey. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, I I actually noted that because I was like, hang on a sec, that'd be twenty four million. I was like, so where's that other $14 million, Erica? You just said yeah. you spent it. 100%. But I think it's also interesting that the people came hard for about that um waterproof mascara. Oh. Not everybody knows. Which Camille started that. 100%. I was like, this is the point where I was like, Camille is reaching for an invitation back on the show. The amount of times I saw her tweet about this shit, and I was like, girl. 
Ain't nobody wants you. Ain't nobody needs you. <laughs> I, it was but I think the whole conversation, even that question coming to light was kickstarted by Camille in the Twitter sphere, being like, bitch, I saw her swimming around a pool on my wedding day, her mm-hmm. mascara, her face stayed beat. And now she's up hiking in the Grand Canyon or wherever the fuck they were, Hollywood Hills. And now the waterworks are running. Oh my god, every time Erica cried in this episode though, I was just like what do you want us no but like it was really hard like she was really asking for the sympathy vote and i was just like i girl we tried three reunions in and we're just done we should have cried in the first one yeah like fourth reunion we're still not here for you we're still not here for it but i'm sorry i'm sorry who was it though like what was the housewife that was like i think they all equally said though where are the tears for the victims and this is what the fans keep asking. Where are the tears for the victims? Where is your big erasure? Where's the remorse? Exactly. Where's any sort of feelings towards the victims? She yeah. just keeps talking about herself and about Tom. Yeah. And Tom. I love Erica, but holy fuck, like, no wonder people feel this way about you. You have made yourself look terrible. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, the best way that I can help the victims is by cooperating. Honey, FBI? <laughs> cooperating? You can at least just say, look, I don't even think the word alleged needs to be used anymore because there are literal victims, literal burn victims, literal orphans. So you can't say alleged anymore. Now, and that's part that's something that I keep coming back to is like, yeah, absolutely cooperating, doing the best that you can in, I guess, that scheme of things. And mm-hmm. I'm sure to some extent the victims might feel, I'm not going to say sympathy, but might be understanding that, okay, if she didn't know, what can she do for us? But at least give them something, at least try to call them, pick up the phone and call them or make a long-winded video that, you know what, YouTube, you know when YouTube stars like fuck up and they like get on that video and they're like, sitting there like that and they're holding like a blanket and an apology video you sit there crying and it's all bullshit but at least there's like the symbolism of caring is there where was erica's apology video her 20 minute long with apology video with the candles burning behind her and she's a bit of like fucking white duvet she's like guys she would look beautiful doing it too it'd be great no tears coming out of her eyes but she's like wiping them away where was that where was that video yeah her instagram post Right. Here she is just being pretty mess, laying on her Instagram video, like, fuck the haters, like, put the ass out and tits out. Good for you. Good for you. Good for that. Get your tits and your ass out. I'm not saying don't do that. But time and a place. Not the time, not the place. Also, we finally got a reason. What was the reason why she blew up at Garcelle? So basically, she's trying to say that, um, the calling of Tom to her phone once they were divorced was not on camera, but clearly we saw it on camera. And um, she's like, with the whole p- thing about people thinking that our divorce was a sham, I didn't want everyone to believe that. I was like, so that's the reason you blew up at her? Okay. Cool. Wow. <laughs> I... Oh, okay, so Rina... What was the point where she's like, 
talking about other people behind their back never works. Never works. Isn't it reasonable or is it shady? Shady. 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 She said, I am sorry about Yolanda. I am sorry about Kim for saying she was almost dead. I am sorry about Denise. (laughs) (laughs) That bitch needs an apology tour. She needs to get on. We could do one together. At this point, yes. They could do a little collab. Beautiful. (laughs) Now, this is where I need to ask the question to both of you. And I've said this to Chantel in person. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is kind of another example for me where I took from that it was just Lisa Rinna in her acting mode. <laughs> Lisa Rinna has this aura or persona of acting where none of those apologies felt genuine. Her delivery sounds scripted. Her body language sounds like performative and forced. And I'm like, I'm just not taking away that you're actually sorry for any of these things. <sighs> What do you think? I think she's genuine. Lay lying. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, like, if she was 100% sad about what she did, she would have already reached out to those ladies and said, and I'm, I'm not sure, maybe she has, but I just didn't feel genuine. She shouldn't have no. to apologize again if she's already done it meaningfully. Yes. I and- agree. I feel like, exactly, like if she has given them a genuine apology, we don't need to keep rehashing it. She mm-hmm. can just be like, yes, it happened, we've moved on. It's just the way she says it. She's like, I feel terrible about it, and if I could take it back, I totally would. But yeah, and then she, would, she was using each one like she wasn't like all the things I've done. She's like the thing I've done to Yolanda was awful, and etc. 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 And then other thing I did to Lisa was awful, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, no, we just, know. Just, just say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. Like we've seen yeah. it. <laughs> no, I think, and and that's her villainous arc, right? She's going to be the one that does all these shady things. But do you think she takes them too far? Does she know that she's taking them too far and is just trying to get a reaction? Is that her thinking two steps ahead of the show? I've always thought about this, and in I in not to defend Lisa Rinna, but I think Lisa Rinna, as an actress background, she knows what she has to deliver the show, and I also have felt sometimes, I've seen sometimes a little bit of myself in Lisa Rinna where I will say something that I know will stir the pot, but I don't, I'm like, I don't, I guess I'm not fully appreciative of how the pot might overflow after. I just know it's going to be a little bit spicy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think sometimes she does that where she'll stir the pot and then not really realize or not account for the mess that will come after because she's not even thinking about the mess. She's just thinking about stirring the pot. I see that. Yeah, I see that too. I guess they're not that. They're all reasonably smart to take hmm. the words from Dan last week. <clears throat> but we mostly, reasonably. like, I mean, sure of us, like, most of us have one of those friends. I think I'm that friend for a lot of people where I will repeat <laughs> or I will bring information to people and I will stir the pot and I know I'm stirring the pot a little bit, but I'm not ever 
being malicious of like in my intent. I just think it's just a bit of fun sometimes. <laughs> At least you're not on TV though. <laughs> no. And I'm not talking about people dying or being addicts or having Munchausen. I'm Which just... are all really fucking fucked up awful things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. serious. Like, like when I had when they replayed all of them, I'm like <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> like how at the time was I like, yeah, Lisa is the good person here. <laughs> <laughs> She's not caring and caring for other people. No. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Um, so back to uh Erica, because it's the Erica show. Erica um show. I love how anytime we want to bring up accountability for the bullying that Erica has kind of created and you know her ego just going off at everybody. How Kyle just like throws Sutton under the bus. She was the one that had questions. She was the one that brought up the meeting. She was the one that started, instigated all of this. Just, you all had questions. You all had questions. It was just Sutton kind of yep. aligning you together to create a coup. It's, it's not that hard. And little Sutton was really trying, trying this episode to get a word in, but no one would have it. She's like, but she gave herself some time to recollect, managed to pull out the perfect line. She's like, you pretended to be my friend and you weren't. And you know what that's called? Lying. Uh, Erica said that's just playing your ass. No, it's not. It's lying. It's lying. Shut up. It's lying. It is lying. Um, yeah, as a liar, it's lying. <laughs> no, that's Shane's what some guy would do because that's yeah. not a lie I'm willing to like, yeah. put out in the world. It really isn't. I just, at this point, it's just too much. Very exhausted. It's I was like 15 that minutes in. Which I keep mean? it 99 because sometimes I'd be lying. Like, oh, right. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I think we're, look, Sutton's undoing this season and she opened that door for herself unknowingly, was getting the girls together in that meeting and saying, I'm going to say this, 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 and this, and then not doing that. Because that just gave Kyle ammo to stand back and go, Hang on a sec. Well, this was all Sutton's doing. She was the one that wanted to do this meeting. She was the one that put it into motion. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And when shit hits the fan, as Kyle usually does, and as we saw this episode, yes, it was the Eka Clown face again. She just she yes. just says Eka Clown. Uh huh. Uh huh. One hundred percent. Let me just put something in there. Um, a hundred percent, but. I guess Sutton really didn't know that. And I think I think it's going to be interesting because we know that she's recording for the next season. Yes. It's just going to be interesting what her dynamic and her movements are going to be like. Hmm. Is she going to be cautious or is she just going to throw caution to the wind? I, I am not looking forward to another Sutton season. Wow. I've never been a fan of Sutton, but I low-key, I think next season 
will be an interesting one for her. Like, I'm interested to see where she goes from here. Yes. I think, yeah, okay. you're true. That's because fine. I think she will settle real, like, mm. she'll settle into, you know, a housewife role and... Mm-hmm. Now, Establish how do we think Crystal's, yes. Crystal's, I was going to say, Crystal's filming for next season too, but this whole reunion, Crystal's been, where's Crystal? She's done. Crystal might as well have been glass because she was getting looked straight through. Like, <laughs> I love her though. I really, really like Crystal. I like her too, but I'm just like, she just, especially this reunion, she tried to comfort Erica. Erica snapped back at her and she just, she just, I guess this being her first reunion, you want to give shut her down. credit. She just shut down. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, there wasn't really a lot of anyone. Like, Kathy didn't say anything True. for ages. True. Kathy's just sitting there. Doing her lipstick with Erica's talking about the thing. She's like, 20 minutes. I don't blame her. No um, way. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think we got a lot from anyone really this episode except Erica. True. True. We didn't. We didn't get anything from them at all for this entire season. Let's be real. It was just the Erica show. It was yeah. the Erica show. So, I'm. I want there to be some kind of narrative. I want Garcelle to fight with somebody. Yeah. I think she will. I think she will. And I think what will help contextualize Garcelle's next season is the reaction and the support she got from fans this season mm. fans were like right behind her they were lighting up her ass being like yes bitch you yes you're doing what we want you to do you're doing everything we need you to do we've handled these women as we've said this episode we're not in possession of the vernacular that they need to talk about things like race and class and social issues Garcelle mm. handled herself really well she still lit them up i am excited for Garcelle next season i think next season will be good because we're like, there's nothing that we can do. Erica's case is not the show. No. So I think next season will be better because we're going to have a lot more things happening. And with COVID kind mm-hmm. of somewhat getting somewhere, we might yeah. see, like, a little trip somewhere that's not going to be, yes. like, you know, wine country down the road. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's going to be probably new dynamics, new friendships forming, maybe a collapse of the incredible duo that is Dorito, Lisa, Kyle. I don't know. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen with Erica? Kathy's coming back as a friend of the show, which Kathy's coming back. sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Coming back as a friend of the house, housewives, mm-hmm. makes sense because she's been a ratings gold mine. But also mm-hmm. on Kathy, we did see Kathy apologize to Garcelle. Yes. I did laugh that she was just like, it was just like the end. And she's like, oh, quickly, I'm just going to apologize to Garcelle. I'm like. Sorry, guys. All right, I'm out. Bye. I'm done. On a little piece of paper, too, that just had Garcelle written on it. We're like, yay, good idea. I guess that one thing she's got to talk about at the reunion, Garcelle. But wait, hold up. What's the point where Erica was talking about her nine-hour story? Nine hours of finding Tom. Yes. And there's no police report. But anyway, not Kathy saying allegedly after the fact. I was <laughs> like, girl, you have me dead at allegedly. Yeah. And look, we really went nowhere with that Erica explanation of the Tom rolling the car and then the, her son in the snow rolling the car. We didn't get anywhere. We didn't get an explanation. There's the convenience of there not being a police report. 
the convenience of all water. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's my son. I'm not at liberty to talk. You know, it was just wall Very convenient wall, for her, wall, wasn't it? Wall. It was. It was really just annoying. To be honest, I feel like we could have had a sit down with Erica in episode 19, maybe 20, to answer all of these questions. <laughs> and then reunion could have been done in just one episode. <gasps> Boom, bow, that's how you fix that. Hello. Yeah, well, but, Bravo wants that money. Bravo wants oh, that money. I know that we want the Bravo money, but it's just... It's exhausting. It's so unnecessary. But I am excited for the Fall Park Potomac reunion. Oh, of course. I was going to say, oh. while saying this, though, I'm not putting no bad words on Potomac. Well, hold up. Like a guest star. Yeah. Onika Tanya Mirage Petty, a.k.a. Nicki Minaj, a.k.a. my mother, is going to be hosting the part four of the reunion. I, oh. <laughs> I was re-watching, like, the preview and just hearing her ask questions and yes. like talking to the women like i'm like this i just can't like this feels like an alternate reality 100 percent. i think we were gonna do a episode on that one we just are to, we just to are. end it all off just just absorb that presence i don't know and talk about mother i think yeah this is something that i think we are reflecting like even now we're reflecting on what how Beverly Hills has transpired where towards the end of it at first it was that ex- you know the start of the season we were very excited about what we were hearing and what we were thinking but that excitement kind of waned whereas for a show like Potomac it had its you were excited every single episode had it continually it kept its pace and it kept up that excitement and I think that was something that perhaps now and I've just like I'm realizing this talking about this now Beverly Hills kind of fizzled out yes the only thing I was looking forward to was seeing Kathy and what Kathy, little Kathyisms were going to happen. <laughs> we know, did. It was everyone first Erica, and like you were saying, there wasn't these other little fights going on. How, it was yeah, just that and Kathy that kept me going. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas tuning into Potomac, I'm like, I'm going to see drama between potentially six people right now. Yes. The husbands as well. Uh, and the husbands. The yeah, uh, absolutely. Not gonna lie, I was excited. I had the reminder I would watch Potomac first and then wait to watch Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. But like, yeah, so this this episode really for us is to um just go over the highlights of what has occurred this season, what we think about it, what we feel going into the next season. And yeah. Thoughts and opinions of this last reunion. I feel like I've said everything that I feel like is possibly to say, could be said, we've all said it. They yeah, needed to have more than one central fight. They needed to have more. Well, I feel like a normal housewife season has like three integral yes. fights or mm-hmm. issues, issues or yeah. whatever. And I didn't really get that this season. We got some good conversations, though. We got them, even though they didn't have the vernacular or the grounds to talk about these things, but they brought up race, which was good. Yes, so overdue. Yeah, and I I think that's why I really appreciate Crystal being there, Mm -hmm. is 
I'm like, maybe for whatever reason the housewives just aren't getting it with Garcelle alone because they don't want to have these conversations. Yeah. But maybe with Garcelle and Crystal being there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some doing something. Hundred percent. Yeah. We also learned that if you're in a relationship, you should have uh, separate bank accounts. Yes. Or know where your money's going. Know where your money is coming from, where it's going, where it's being, who it's mm-hmm. seeing. Mm-hmm. Do not give your check to your husband. No. 100%. 100%. No. Learn to cash a check. I don't know how to cash a check. I don't know. Do we do that? Yeah. <laughs> and things uh, like. Yeah. Call if you're going to have domestic help around your house, and that's fine. Don't just pigeonhole them as black or brown people, Dorito. And I was going to say, know their name. Know their names, Kathy. Mm-hmm. There was there just, I guess, little markers as well where I guess we did have some really important conversations from it. Race, class, you know, interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. like, you know, romantic relationships, finances. So there were, like, important themes that I just don't think were fully developed or realized properly because it was just er- it was just the error show. Yeah, hundred percent. But do you yeah. think that it's a possibility it's going to be more of the Erica show, considering this was the Erica show? Like they're going to be throwing her more money. They couldn't. They shouldn't. They should. Like, there's you nothing. You like get off this podcast. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. what's <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, they're already. There is literally nothing you can say anymore because it's an ongoing court case. Anything yes. she does or will say will be used against her in a court of law. So there's no reason for her to chat about it. Yeah. I want to see Erica, like, on the rise. Like, Erica doing real life. Maybe Erica can learn to do her own makeup. But- <gasps> Could you imagine? Uh no. <laughs> no. A YouTube tutorial. Get ready with me, Erica Jane. Now her and Lisa Renner could do a little collab. Yes, Lisa Renner Beauty with the lips. Yes. Mm. Put that into existence, I'm everyone. Closing it. I've had enough. It out there. <laughs> Adam's like, waiting. Adam. I'm sorry. Done, done. All right. Well, that's us. That wraps oh up. Episode 24, 24 episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season 11. Wow. Yay! You loved it. Camille, thank you from me, your co-host, for being the mastermind, the director, the auteur, the organizer, the business planner, the accountant, every single thing yeah. I just need to say. I need to make a public record that... You do so much work behind the scenes without editing, without publishing, without social media. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I have to say thank you and kudos because I have learned so much from you. Thank working you. with you. I learned so much from you. Next you, year, though, yeah, we'll be in the streets. We're going to be out in the streets of Mianjin and asking the people questions yes. whether or not they watch reality TV and they may get a prize. They may get a prize if they oh my God, answer I'm so correctly. excited for that. That's very exciting. <laughs> if they watch the real housewives so stay tuned that'll be coming out 2022 bow to you thank you so much chantel for joining us everybody go follow chantel on instagram yes the best photographer that i know out in these streets in the video so people can see we'll post it on the links link in the description you know 
Thanks, guys. Yes. We love you. We appreciate you. And I hope I you stay you. blessed and beautiful. Thank you so much, everyone. And we're going to say right. deuces. Thank you.